0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Phileas Club. This is a show where we talk to people from different parts of the world, uh, get their take, their opinions, their um, the, the way they see things in general about the news. And uh, hopefully we get to have different uh views on uh, different things and we broaden our horizons a little bit that's the goal at least and uh, we are going to be doing that today with my two guests first of all i'm patrick beja and i'm very glad to be welcoming you on the show uh the two guests are uh, both th- three timers second timers um let's say hi to alex from the u.s first how's it going alex
1: well, hello, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: I am very glad to have you on. And uh, we'll get to why in just a little bit when we tackle our first topic, which everyone knows what it is. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, we also have Martin, whose name I say with a French accent, with a lovely French accent. How's it going, Martin?
2: Hello, and uh, quite broken English, sorry for that. Yes, I'm Martin, and I'm really happy to be here for the third time. Yes, I'm a third-timer.
0: Third-timer. You are from uh, Japan, for those who don't remember those first two times. You're French, but you live in Japan. You're married to a lovely Japanese lady. And um, yeah, yeah, so you've been living there for, how long has it been? It's 10 years?
2: It's It's been quite a while, more than that. It's been 18 years. Oh, my so far. God.
0: So, yeah, I arrived
2: uh, actually a little bit after you, you left.
0: Yes, that's true. <laughs> I, I, think. I did live in Japan in the early 2000s. Mm. Um back when I was a young man. Uh, mm, <laughs> you're still a young moment. man, Patrick. <laughs> at heart, yes. Uh actually I was I was looking at the lineup today um uh, well the guest lineup and I was thinking, "Hey, do you want a show where you get opinions from uh white men from 30 to 50 years old?" <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. You you I think you're There you go. <laughs> are you Boy 28? Do we got him. <laughs> are you 28 Alex? I can't remember. I think you're just Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm just shy of 30. Okay, so you you well, do but... you, ha- get us to include the millennial uh point of view in there I, as well. Yeah,
2: I do <laughs> represent the millennial perspective at
0: least. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice,
2: but don't don't blame, your, don't blame yourself and and myself because we are n- not 50 yet that's true <laughs> yeah, yeah no exactly we still yeah, have that's time it. that's why i said but, so you 30s know 30s and
0: 40s under under 30 and 50 is the thing yeah. we're covering now um yeah, yeah so, you know, so. what
1: you need is the boomer
0: perspective <laughs> yeah, boomer exactly really. <laughs> exactly actually i'm pretty sure that would okay, be very boomer. interesting <laughs> that would be a i'm really pretty sure it would yeah. yeah that would that's something to think about um but not today and uh I, before we launch into the topics i do want to thank the patrons who support the show at patreon.com slash the phileas club the link is of course in the show notes um if you enjoy what we do if you enjoy our discussions if you manage to have some kind of fun or at least get uh, something out of the discussions um i hope that you consider supporting the show it's very easy it's a uh, super uh, uh It goes super quickly, like you can do it in two minutes on your cell phone, on your mobile phone, on your smartphone. Cell phone sounds so 90s, doesn't it? I'm dating myself. Just a click and a click on your cell phone and you're done. Um, on and your cellular <laughs> communications device. Exactly. Cellular, mobile telephone. Yeah. Um, and uh, and right. you can support and, and, the show. And click,
2: also seems, <laughs>
0: yeah. and click also sounds a bit old now. <laughs> just just whip out your BlackBerry <laughs> and uh, you're <laughs> on the way to supporting the show. Um, all right. So thank you very much to those who do. Seriously, I've, I've already said it many times, but... Uh, uh, it makes me so uh, happy and validated that you spend some of your hard-earned cash on uh, entirely worthless causes like uh, supporting me instead of spending it on very important things. No, I'm kidding. It means you think I, what I do is somewhat important and I'm very thankful. Um, all right, so I said you probably know what we're going to be talking about first, but really, do you? Um, I Definitely, there are two important topics and we were discussing a little bit before i I hit record and uh, i think we agree that it's going to be uh covid and the u.s election and we discussed which one we should start with but i feel um, maybe the u.s election is a little bit more appropriate and we can cover it a little bit quickly and uh you know like a band-aid as alex (laughs) said when we were talking about it so the the reason I'm really curious to um, talk about this first, actually, is because Alex is one of our um, conservative representatives on the show. Uh, you know, I joke about, you know, the the white men between 30 and 50 perspective, but we do try to have a little bit of a different, you know, different countries, different uh, views. And one of those is let's not just have the, the same side on the show all the time and alex am i mistaken you voted for donald trump uh, four years ago correct unless you don't want to say uh, it. Right?
1: i yeah i i i did a write-in four years ago because i didn't feel like either candidate represented me i think a lot of conservatives are in that similar boat though okay I mean if you look at voter turnout in the last in the 2016 election, it was an all- time low,
2: so right. But did, okay. you, did you wish it could be someone else at this time? Absolutely. I, I 100% would
1: have voted for some of the other uh, Republican like potential nominees. Uh, Mitt mm-hmm. Romney mm-hmm. ran in the 2012 election. I absolutely would have voted for him. Mm-hmm. I would have voted for, well, actually a lot of people who <laughs> were not <in> Donald Trump.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a default vote. Uh,
0: it, well, so you a write-in not. a write-in means you wrote the name of someone else on your ballot, correct?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Yep. So you didn't you didn't actually vote for Trump?
1: No, I did not vote for Trump, but okay. I, I I do I have voted conservative in, in uh the prior election of that for Romney.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so that that I guess is an interesting perspective. I'm guessing if you didn't vote for him the first time, I'm guessing you 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 are not going to, or you didn't vote for him the second time. If you voted early or if you're gonna vote at all, um, do, do you? That's the big unless question.
2: You, unless you think he did great. <laughs> Well, you know we are in an
1: awesome (laughs) spot right now, man. Oh, man! I just (laughs) I tap my heels every day and I go to paradise, which is my life right now.
0: You know, there's. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of conservatives conservatives that maybe they're not happy with the way things went with Trump. But you got a number of things out of his presidency, uh, not the least of which is the uh, Supreme Court, um, which now has, a num- you know, m- way more uh, Republican-leaning judges than Democrat-leaning judges. So I think some people are very happy with this. But, yeah, let, let's just ask you directly um, – what do you think of the situation currently and how do you feel your conservative entourage and friends are are feeling about uh, all of it?
1: Sure. So, um I mean I'll I'll start by saying the the Supreme Court um what's the word the the the, the nominee? filling the supreme court the supreme court well not the nominee specifically but just the idea that one can pack the supreme court with republican and justices is kind of uh, a farce it's you know jur- jurisprudence is is very complicated um and uh andrew heaton of the political orphanage has done a really good uh judge week podcast uh section for his podcast on what separates one judge from another and how they rule. But it doesn't really have to do anything, have to do with, you know, whether they're Republican or Democrat. So I, I know that that's how it's pitched in America a lot. And especially if you if you just turn on Fox News or CNN, you're going to see that
0: nonstop. But I mean, I, Alex, I know if, that- if, if the issue of Roe versus Wade comes up, uh, and, uh-huh. you know, the, what's her name, the latest nominee, the, the, yeah, the I woman? I, I mean, I understand that judges are supposed to interpret the law and, and hopefully Congress manages to write more precise guidance in the law, like laws that can't be interpreted in such uh, partisan ways. And, and the justice system should not be adjudicating, you know, these issues to that level. But... Some issues, if they go to the Supreme Court, it's fairly easy to guess how some of the nominees or some of the Supreme Court justices are going to vote. Wouldn't you agree? I because of agree their at political, all, no. really? I think.
1: Okay, no, I don't think so. Uh, I I know that ca- the the Kavanaugh hearings and all that kind of stuff was an enormous uh, crap storm. I don't know if I can swear on this
0: podcast. You can. It's <laughs> fine.
1: Okay, it was an enormous shitstorm, and we're talking about uh, and, reality,
0: and, so we're already in that. Yeah, s- exactly. Situation.
1: Right. we'll be swearing a lot. It's twenty twenty. Uh, kids get used to it. Um, no, it was an absolutely enormous shitstorm, and I think even in his tenure so far, which it's only been like a year and a half, two years, he has already voted. Uh, you know, Republican, Democrat, whatever you want to say, he's voted along two different sides, um, and if anything, his his decisions might lean a little in the favor of Democrats. I don't want to say Democrat because it's mm-hmm. not, it it just isn't that simple. Um, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett may well vote against Roe v. Wade, but if she does, if you watch the hearings, she's a very intelligent human being. And she said that she's not above recusing herself on, on topics that she does not feel that she can be um, objective about. Now, I, of course, that shouldn't be a lot of topics. Otherwise, she just shouldn't be on the court. Right. But if she, if she, if she does vote that Roe v. Wade is not constitutional, I am confident that it's not because of her views. It's because she sees the Constitution as this is not constitutional. And really, quite frankly, abortion should be a uh, a topic that is brought to Congress. It should not be decided by the Supreme Court, like you said. Mm-hmm.
0: The, there, think,
1: the, yeah. there is this this huge fervor that, you know, oh God, what if Roe v. Wade gets overturned? Well, hell, let's get a m ma- let's get a majority of Congress peoples to agree that reproductive rights are a human right if that is what the majority of America agrees mm-hmm. that it is. You know, like that yeah. that needs to be in the in the Constitution. You can't have this little thin string that you hang on to that is the Roe v. Wade decision that was made several decades mm-hmm. ago.
0: I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean, need to be in the Constitution, or maybe they would want to, but uh, I, I, of I course, guess
1: it doesn't have to be necessarily. It can an be a law, a bill, but it should but, be. Yeah. It
0: should be legislated. Federally
1: yeah. legislated, if the whole country agrees, or state-by-state state legislated, please, if yeah. some states, yes, the majority yeah. of the country agrees.
0: I think, I think. you know, I get half of all of my opinions about anything from my wife. So obviously, uh, this is something where she has a lot of expertise. And her reaction to this was, you know, Supreme Court, yes, it does have a lot of power. But ultimately, what it pushes, uh, it should push... The system to do is to get Congress to write clearer laws. Because, of course, jurisprudence is important and the interpretation of the law is always going to happen. But it seems, again, this is her understanding, her interpretation, and I trust her for everything. Um, It seems Congress has been relying on. judicial decisions a little bit too much to clarify things that were they were like yeah okay we'll put it like that and we'll see what the court says and that's not how it's supposed to work from the beginning so anyway okay yeah go ahead i i was
1: just going to say that that the the state of congress is such that we they haven't been able to make a clear decision uh, other than the cares act which was woefully inadequate and i think most americans um uh views uh they haven't been able to make a clear decision about policy in a very long time and we really do need something to force them to do that they can't just piggyback that problem onto the supreme court
0: Mm. yeah i i think i'm sure it's more complicated than that but i it is i I take your point yeah All right. So the election itself, uh, and I guess it's a referendum on the state of the country or on the, well, on the current government. But so you are a conservative, as you uh, clarified, you didn't vote for Donald Trump last time around. Um, What do you think about the the whole thing? Um, What do you think the country is? Where do you think the country is currently? What do you think the election is? Uh, How's it going? Just tell us your sentiment. And again, maybe you are... Uh, to the extent that it is possible represented what you know of the conservative uh uh, uh not partisans but s- sympathetic to the conservative uh party people that you know.
1: Yeah, um I actually I I see a lot of clients in uh a more more red area. I guess it's kind of a purple area. Mm-hmm. um of atlanta so i i think i get a pretty good finger on the pulse of you know different viewpoints um most people in uh my circles of political thought are very unhappy with donald trump uh they are oh uh, until until about the be- the end of 2019 they were grudgingly uh, happy with Donald Trump because although he had been a total shitstorm of a of a person, he had pushed pretty Republican views. Um, now I'm a little different because I'm more of a classical liberal slash libertarian, so I care a little more about budget stuff and nerdy stuff like that. So I'm I'm just not happy no matter who's in office. <laughs> um, but. Because everyone wants to spend more money than we have, but uh, for for those who really do care about um, Planned Parenthood, for those who really do care about immigration, uh, those those people are were very happy until the pandemic hit. Mm. Now, after you know, post COVID, uh, his handling of it, his inability to be a leader and a clear guide,r of thought in our country when we were when the majority of the country was terrified by this virus um it it he has not done well he is not a good wartime president he is not a good crisis president he's not your fdr you know he's not your roosevelt so
0: i mean even without being fdr or roosevelt i think there's a roosevelt is fdr sorry uh, yes uh even being without being fdr there's a metro station you know fdr like roosevelt in paris like two stops away from me so i should know that but um <laughs> the even without being those i think you know there's tell me if you agree uh, alex there's one thing that is really annoying that has started to annoy me quite a bit with uh the way some people view um trump and they say or i should say president trump really it's not it's unbecoming but he, they, a lot of people say on the conservative side, say, Oh, you know, it annoys me that he says dumb things sometimes. And I think what this year has shown very clearly is that you can't diminish it like that. He doesn't say dumb things sometimes, he says dangerous things all the time. Like, this is, it's not just, Oh, dumb things sometimes. And I feel like that's something that more people who were, as you were saying, kind of grudgingly saying, okay, you know, he did this and that, how much, how bad can it be? It's the system is resilient, whatever. Now are, are thinking, okay, we got four years. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad that someone else got an office. I don't know if it's.
1: Um, yeah, I, I think that, I think that that's, that's a part of it. Um, quite frankly, I, uh, never liked the fact that he, uh, totally, it, it does not matter to the current president or the current administration that they are particularly accurate about what they publicize. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that's dangerous. Um, I don't think it's the first time in American history that that's been the case, but I don't think that it's something that we should, uh, that we should vote back into office. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that many people uh, in recent, I guess, months uh, in my conservative circles, have actually gotten more upset with the president about his treatment of uh the other nominee Joe Biden in the uh in first debate which was an absolute shitstorm <laughs> within a shitstorm it was abs- it was horrible but um he was he was hor- he was a real bully i mean he was just mm-hmm. an absolute jackass and uh it it really irked a lot of people who while we might be conservative, we don't want to see people beat up on other people, whether they're Democrats or liberals or progressives or whatever, Mm. you know,
0: but I do think
1: also that I do think also that there is a, there is an aspect of rural America there, some parts of rural America. I don't want to stereotype because that's a huge part of this country that, uh, have been sort of sneered at, by what they perceive as Democratic media. And I do think that they do want to see um, mm. those people get beat up on. So mm. it's a, you know, taking a poke.
0: I wonder if uh, choosing Biden as the Democrat, Democratic Party nominee might not have been a little bit of a stra- strategic choice to get Absolutely. some people in the Republican Party to identify with him and be upset when he would be mistreated by Donald Trump. He um, is
1: the most Republican Democrat you could probably find on the Senate, uh, in, the, in, the, in all of Congress, mm. um, maybe, maybe in recent history. Mm. I mean, he is, he is very much a uh, crosser of borders. Um, and I mean, if you look at most of the legislation that he's authored, it, it had very much uh, bipartisan authoring to, mm. to the degree that you can see these days.
0: It's yeah. I was talking more about you know he's an old white dude, and so well that's true him, too. <laughs> you know if there are a lot of old white dude vote, dudes voting for you know the the Republican Party, seeing him beat up in the debate would be like they would feel it more personally than if he he had been or if the Democratic nominee had been a young Latino woman you know sure and but, and um... and
1: it's more more than that his his perception is rather than hillary clinton which was seen as sort of a coastal elite you know joe biden is not seen in that way he's seen instead as a as a blue collar worker who got into mm. politics that's his perception anyway you know i don't think any blue collar worker pays as much as he does simply in taxes he's he's quite wealthy but his persona is that mm. is he he claims that his roots are there and so it's it's harder to look at him getting beat up on on television and say, yeah, damn the libs, that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: About, okay. Sorry about what you said, uh, the, the, the white old dude. I, I want to to go back to the old dude because Biden is quite old. And he, if he's elected, uh, he will be more than 80 years old. Uh, yeah, after all that. So is is the question of the age uh, somehow debated in the US? Well, Even Trump either... is not younger. I was about to
1: say, hmm. yeah, either candidate that is of a major party is uh, going to be the oldest, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe that they will both be if they are elected, the oldest candidate to ever have been elected to the presidency. Mm. And if you look at the average age of Congress, that is not new. The average age of Congress has been moving upward very uh, steadily, uh, such that I think last I looked, it's the average age of a congressperson is 68 years old. There are people who are 80, 82 years old. Uh, Well, less less than Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) um but we have young people right we have a lot of from what i understand we have a lot more young people than japan so the problem becomes that congress people are not retiring and politicians are not retiring and they are not letting new ideas and new generations come and come and lead the uh lead the 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 um Mm -hmm. authority of the country
0: so okay we'll we'll uh close the page soon but um I wonder, how do you think your, are uh, I mean, if Donald Trump wins the election, I think we know how uh, Republican people are going to react mostly. Um, and I think, you know, the liberal people are going <laughs> to lose their minds. Uh, but if he isn't reelected which it seems like it might happen. And everyone is super careful about all of this because of what happened last time. But the polling uh, agencies are swearing that this time they are compensating for everything and they've learned their lesson. But anyway, we'll see what happens. It's only a week away now. Um, If he is not reelected, how do you think your uh, uh, Republican acquaintances will react? Is it going to be like, a yeah, oh, well, or like will they be angry with Biden or what do you think
1: I I was if you had asked me this question 2 weeks ago I would have been uh dreadfully worried um when the president was pitching his uh you know fake election um he was talking about how the the election was rigged against him which he said in the original election even though he won um it 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 seemed to me that that was going to encourage, uh, riots when, if, if he did not win. Right. Uh, so I fully expect that there will be riots if he does win. Um, that's just the state of America that we're in. Unfortunately, it's very scary, but that's the state we're in. Um, but even if he didn't win, when he was pitching that the the dogma of if I don't win, the election was rigged against me and the Democrats, you know, succeeded in, in rigging the election, which mm-hmm. they didn't in 2016, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I would have fully expected that there was going to be riots because of that, because of that messaging. Now I don't know. Um, he and other members of Congress have come out and said that if, if the election result, whatever the election results, there will be a transfer of power. Uh, should, should Joe Biden win
0: Oh, has um, he said or at it? least
1: indicated that, yes, I do believe he said that it was either in the prior debate or it was uh, in the last debate, or it was around that time. This last debate was very good for Donald Trump. Mm. He was, you know, he's done this. I think he's done this a couple of times where one debate out of 10 or one, you know, press event out of 10, he will act very presidential. And I think that a majority of conservatives or at least a, a large minority of conservatives sit here like, why the hell couldn't you have been this for the last four years or at least the last year while this crisis was going on? But within that, anyway, he did say uh, something to the effect of there, whatever the results, there will be a transfer of power with, you know, should Joe Biden win, mm. etc." cetera, um, okay. which was out of character for him.
0: Okay. Well, I guess we shall see. Um I it's funny I I'm looking at all of this and um I'm started I started thinking a few weeks ago that things are really dark right now, not just about the election, but it's definitely scary with the US election and not just for the US, but when you see the fear of rioting and the fear that, you know, Donald Trump was stoking and I guess Maybe still is. I don't know that that's the case, but he he feels like he's not. He, it feels like he could just decide not to accept the result of the election on a whim, and that would be incredibly yeah, he will, scary. He will
2: contest for sure.
0: I mean, we don't know. We don't. We, it's impossible to predict if, what he would. do. If it's
1: a landslide, I I would doubt that he would be able well, to Well, the it. the issue if is with Mailin.
0: With mail-in ballots, the results might change a couple of days after the, the, the initial results, right? I'm
1: I'm not wholly concerned about that simply mm. because this election is going to be decided by like a thousand votes in a couple key states, a thousand mm. votes per state in a couple key states. Like it's not it's not like we've got to count up the popular vote,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: like if, if if Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Minnesota, if if these if these states go a certain way then you can kind of know mm-hmm. that what's going to happen even okay. if there's a you know some mail-in ballots coming in otherwise
0: well um, yeah
2: there's, there's a chance uh, sorry sorry
0: can go I, ahead Martin. yeah <laughs> yeah of course
2: yeah yeah no no i wanted to talk uh, about the, the the fact that he will for sure contest and even if it's a landslide he will contest anyway and i was talking about that with a uh, journalist friend of mine hi julian <laughs> and uh, he said uh, something interesting that he could as a trick uh, of course contest and bring this to the supreme court to delay the official the official results and delay it over and over to a point that the result could be um, somehow invalidated
0: i don't yeah. you know <laughs> let me take that yeah. one alex um yeah, I, or maybe not. <laughs> I I think he won't. I think he won't. I think he's going to accept the result of the election if he loses. Uh, but I think he will accept it officially and then complain that everything was done to rig things against him. Maybe not exactly, say, in the ballots or, you know, he's going to keep saying, I should have won it. The media his, was
1: rigged against him and stuff like that. stuff this. like that, Which, and to his base, some
0: truth for that. And, and well, ah, okay, um, to his base, I think he's, he's going to be playing if that kind. Uh, to, to For his life after the presidency, because he's going to keep milking this forever. He's going to stay a oh, yeah. figure in the political landscape for a long time. And I think that's going to be his pitch of why he lost, because obviously he can't have lost because he was actually voted out. You know, it's like, oh, but, you know, I should have won if this and that. But officially, I don't think he's going to do things like, you know, if he loses, unless there's reason to contest it, I don't think he's going to contest it officially. But
1: and and know? also, it's worth saying that I've I've heard I've heard the Supreme Court theory, and um, I have complete faith in the system that even though he's appointed justices in the Supreme Court, they will not rule him into the presidency if he was not duly elected. Even though he appointed, does uh, that make sense? Like yes, no, I that's agree. That's not how the system works at
0: all. I think I think yes, the people like the the weight of the office doesn't uh affect Donald Trump for some reason but it's an exception it's not like everyone all of a sudden is a right. clown and doesn't do what they're supposed to do i think the supreme court justices will for something like that will do the right thing if you know the right thing is is to and yeah i
1: i also think that the that the well i guess it might not be a republican senate for much longer after after the election perhaps but um, I think that the current senators would also uh, mm. uh, riot, for lack of a better word, if <laughs> if he tried to do something like that without due cause, right? If it's a Bush-Gore problem, then that's a different
0: situation. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear. If that happens, it's essentially the end of the American democracy, right? Exactly. There, and, that's and, that's yeah. exactly right. And, and I don't think that is something that anyone, Supreme Court, said. I don't it, think no. we're there yet. Yeah. It, people are not... Those people are maybe attracted by gain, but they're not insane. They, they don't. I mean, who knows? But no, yeah. I don't. We're think not that. there yet. Yeah, we're not. Why there
2: not? Yet. It could be a good reboot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I, I don't nice disagree.
2: <laughs> I don't yeah. disagree.
0: You're talking to a libertarian here. That like yeah. we should watch what conclusions <laughs> we come to. <laughs>
1: Pulls out. Pulls out AK forty seven. I don't disagree at all.
0: Listen, uh, we have currently we are on our fifth republic in France, oh, um, so it's not a bad idea to sometimes hit the reset button. Um, and the sixth Jefferson republic was, was very
1: emphatic about that. He yeah. said, "You know, if 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 the government ain't working, get a new one."
0: Well, okay, <laughs> we we don't necessarily need to have, uh, you know, to remove the previous one through. Power of arms, right? That's not <laughs> yeah, necessarily the way you. Do. <laughs> but
1: uh, or guillotine them in some cases, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that that was you know the first republic came after all of that that stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, uh-huh. okay, so th- the thing I wanted to say, and then we'll move on, is that I really think that we're we twenty twenty one could be a very positive year. I think we sh- can we we are starting to see. Uh, things get better in many different areas. Um, I, I think most people would agree that uh, a second turn for Donald Trump is not the best thing that could happen. Uh, I'm sure some people would want him to be voted in again, but I think a lot of people, even Republicans, would say, you know what, eh, it's okay, let's try something else. And I think that might happen. Again, let's not, how do you, well what's the saying, skin art, <laughs> sheep cats uh, sell the bear's skin. That's different languages uh, sayings. But let's okay,
2: not
0: <laughs> <laughs> count our chicken the, before they're coming to roost, or something like that. Yes, but exactly. there, you there you go. go. Um, they
2: at, le- th- at least twenty twenty one cannot be worse than twenty twenty. You know, Don't you dare say that? That's
0: that's, that's what we said about. Something. That's what we said <laughs> about twenty 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 and twenty nineteen. 2019. Yeah, uh, um, but exactly. I think that. I, I I think maybe Trump is, is not going to be president of the U.S. next year. I think um, it's not just about that. It's really not just about that. And the fear of rioting and contesting and all of that, I hope it's not going to happen. I think it's not going to happen. Um, and then we have the uh, vaccines for COVID that are going to be arriving um and by the middle of next year we're gonna have enough uh people that are very much at risk or health workers that are going to be vaccinated that so things are gonna slowly return to actual normality um you know we have new consoles that are coming like movie theaters will open again it's like very it's,
2: important it is yeah.
0: important consoles are More important, important. Of course. Yeah. like movies like going it? to the movies and that like going to the movies going to restaurants going out by the middle of next year. Hopefully it can start again and that will get the economy going. I hope, uh, you know, all of those things. I think now we're in the darkest times and it's darkest, you know, before dawn. Um, and I, again, really, I, just, I don't just mean that about the US election. Um, and I, it's funny, I, I made an editorial about this topic uh, for the patrons of the show and uh, usually i get a few comments on patreon or on uh, twitter or something on this one no one replied like not a single person it was kind of like okay i guess people are not ready to hear that things things might get better but uh i really think they might okay anyway um Hopefully. (laughs) hopefully let's turn our gaze to japan um Quickly, Martin, what's your take on the U.S. election as, you know, it's being discussed in Japan, if it is being discussed, uh, and if not, or afterwards, how is uh, COVID going over there?
2: So, yes, about the the U.S. elections, uh, I have... uh Actually, twenty-seven points to develop. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, just just two or three. But we we already talked about the, the contestation. No, I, I wanted to 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 tell uh, something again about the uh, the Republicans that are quite difficult to uh, they, they are they they change their mind quite. Um, uh, Often, it's it's not really easy for for them, uh, especially for the real supporters of Donald Trump. So I was thinking about that soft, uh, soft opinion that could go back, that could go to Trump and to and to Biden, and uh, I was uh, remembering of one special guy. It was he was a quite hardcore uh, Trump supporter, but. He did change his mind, and uh, he was uh, very actively on Twitter trying to convince his former uh, supporters that Trump is a disaster.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I, there's. I, I... Go ahead, Alex. I
1: I would I would just like to say because I'll probably get hate mail if I don't that um in, in general historically Republicans actually have more of a track record of compromising than do democrats in 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 legislative from the legislative perspective anyway
0: okay. and don't, also
1: from what i found in in talking to people if i like at least right now if i talk to a republican and i disagree with them because i do on many points because i'm not exactly a republican um they they agree they say yeah i get it i get where you're going but i don't feel that way if I talk to a uh like a hardcore Democrat, it's like you're immoral <laughs> like I can't even say my views because I would be like disowned
0: Is it fair to say though that you're closer to the views of a Republican to begin with, so it could explain why they're like, "Ah yeah okay I did I see what you mean or
1: it, so, i i I also have I, like there are things that I can talk about that are very much uh on the dem- the democratic side is going to say oh you're one of us now right it's mm. really funny i i could get into like an hour long discussion about this but um it it basically like with in on the topic of civil rights on the topics of uh you know uh abortion i i do lean more blue in those respects um because again i don't think the government has any business in anyone's social life uh or how they relate to one another Mm. so uh i can talk about those topics but the minute i betray some ideal that has been framed by the media as a republican ideal i might i I run the risk of getting into a huge screaming match like it's it's very authoritarian in that way
0: Mm. okay uh, I won't mm. jump into that discussion, but uh, let's go back to Japan and how the U.S. election and, is seen in Japan.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so my, my my second point, and you will see just uh, just for two minutes, but you will see there's a link uh, with the Japan Japanese point of view is uh, of course uh, Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio Ocasio Cortez AOC. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. I'm uh, I'm quite a fan of her. So it's uh, I was so surprised. So that how she blew up uh, in the media and like uh, she's so powerful. She's so cool. Uh, she's so badass. And uh, really, I, I wish she could be. She could be uh, the maybe the next president. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: I, I'm sure you get uh, a lot of. You'll get a lot of. Uh, democrat uh, uh leaning people democratic party leaning people to agree wholeheartedly and a lot of republicans to basically throw up at the idea. And carry on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, <laughs> but, course, of uh, course
2: that's that's what's so sweet about that
0: <laughs> yeah i don't you know I, I, that's I, all we need more
2: division yeah. please.
0: no <laughs> you know i really like her um I do think that she, I mean, I think she has an incredible mastery of social uh, networking tools and of social networks.
2: What she did on Twitch was crazy. Of course,
0: of course, of course. But I can see how she's, the problem is, so, okay, here's the problem. I do think that Trump and people like Trump are making it very difficult to bridge gaps. And they're being so bullish and so aggressive that it's kind of difficult to say, "Oh, you shouldn't be like him. You should try to uh, to to heal rather than divide." And I I believe in that. But it's the the reality is, uh, AOC is using not the same message, but some of the same tools as uh, uh, Donald Trump is in that she's very aggressive she doesn't compromise and maybe that's what's needed you know i don't know but and i happen to agree with many of her ideas but i can see how if you're not on her side you will be alienated by not what she's saying but the way she's saying it in mm. the same way that you are with trump with the you know i so then the question becomes is it like okay to do it when you're advocating for quote-unquote good things, again, versus bad things? Or should you be... Uh, it's really the big conundrum here. It's impossible to talk softly when you have some someone mm. screaming at you yeah, constantly. She, she, so she of ha, course, she has she,
2: quite... I'm no, oh, sorry.
0: No, what I meant is Trump is screaming mm. all the time, so it's impossible to be reasonable in front of Trump. So, of mm. course, she has to do that, but it's still frustrating yeah. that she's using the same weapons, kind of. So...
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe she, she 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 felt she had for to start. She had no choice but fight fire with yeah. fire. <laughs> no,
0: and I agree. I agree. She wouldn't uh-huh. like. She yeah. would be no mm-hmm. one if she hadn't had uh, that that. But strength don't you of...
2: see that
1: that could that could have been said from the from the Trump perspective as well? Well, with, I, guess, I think said, th- Trump felt like he couldn't win unless he could unless he screamed and yelled and talked about how Hillary was rigging the election. Because, because he after has no all, substance. They the Democratic part. part uh, uh, okay,
0: primary. we're we're getting into a, a conversation that I don't want to have but, here now. But I
1: guess I guess let me let me just let me just like like smooth that over and say I, lo- I, I love what you just did there, Patrick, because you interpreted the other side charitably, and if we if we all do that, if we interpret the other side, the other partisan side charitably, we get a lot clearer picture.
0: Fair enough. Um yeah yeah we'll so stop it's, there. All <laughs> it's all about yelling it's all about yelling. it is it really is it's, it really is the, the and it, and the dichotomy the the unbalance of if you're yelling, then no one else can talk softly, and that's unfair, the unfairness I guess of the situation where you can't do things the right way in this situation if the other side is not doing it the right way, and we could get into a whole conversation there, but okay, back to Japan, sorry, Martin.
2: So back to Japan, yes. And you would see that the link uh, that I mentioned is that, yeah, uh, AOC is such a special personality that it's crazy that Japan didn't, not, didn't notice yet. Because uh, what I see from my French point of view, living in Japan for 18 years, is that really Japanese don't even give a damn for their own politics. So they really don't care. <laughs> for, uh, for politics uh, abroad. So they, of course, everybody knows, everybody knows Trump. Uh, they, they are aware that he is president. Um, but that's, that's it. And uh, they always take uh, the news from somehow, I mean, especially the television, uh, from a gossip point of view. So they mm-hmm. will mostly talk about Trump's wife, and of course they did. And did they talk about Macron's older uh, wife? Mm. Um, and uh, that's So very... you mean, just
0: to just to be clear, Japanese mm. people, the population in general, is not politically involved. Mm. They don't care and they Ex- don't vote exactly. a lot. Yeah, that was my feeling they when I was there as
2: well. Yeah. They don't care and they don't... And also, they, they don't want to talk about... <laughs> Mm. That's, that makes me crazy. I, I always want to talk about uh, what what's wrong uh, in Japan or in, even in France, but especially in japan so uh, people try to avoid uh, mm. <laughs> giving away what what they thought on what side they are mm. but if they are on one, on one side because mostly they vote by just by default they vote for the uh, stronger party, which is the Democratic Party, Liberal, uh, LPD, Liber- Liberal Democratic Party. Uh, and that's it. Mm. So that's quite frustrating. Uh,
0: is the COVID situation changing that a little bit? Or is it, I don't even know if it's going smoothly or not nowadays, or if it's uh, getting bad again. It, or... seems,
2: um, it seems smoother, uh, than before, but there's a lot of uh, of thing to be to to talk about this. But actually, yes, uh, the numbers are quite low, but I think uh, it's mostly because there's almost no tests, <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is quite logical. No test equal. Numbers very low. So <laughs> hey, they, they bra- they, they, they why did we back. do that? What the heck? <laughs> yeah, good idea, you know? <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are quite good at it because they do it from the very beginning of the, of the pandemic. So, so first, when it started, uh, can I be a, a little bit uh, chronological?
0: <laughs> Go ahead, but let's not yeah. do the whole year.
2: No, 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 no. Sure, but no, no, they... they uh until uh they, they they pretend nothing was happening until uh the cancellation of the olympics you mm. know but it it was already uh hitting pretty hard and there there was many cases but uh japan was pretending no no it's okay it's okay because they wanted the olympics to to happen so badly uh they were afraid uh, to be to be cancelled, so mm. they, they ignored, and w- when it was finally cancelled and uh, postponed to next year, which is very unlikely to happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> to my opinion, uh, suddenly they woke up and they and they said, "Oh, by the way, there's a a bad virus, so <laughs> you should be careful." And then started by by. Quite magically, uh, many uh, many many ways to, to to protect yourself, so like a soft lockdown and uh, many many measures, but uh, of course, put the mask on, but as you know, Japanese people are quite used
0: mm-hmm. to it
2: so mm, so yes, and to go back to 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 now it's it's weird because they it seems that nothing changed. They, they 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 always say that really no no just uh, three hundred cases a day. But mm. how many tests? And uh, and the more they test, the the, the 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 higher the numbers go. I mean, <laughs> so it, maybe they
0: obviously. Mm, I mean, yeah. Obviously, the um, the number of tests varies. I mean, the number of cases varies when you count tests, Um, and you can also count deaths in a different way. But um, just to give you an example of how things are in France, we have um, about like forty to fifty thousand new cases a day on the days we report it in the past few days. Yeah like the the, rec- the the record was 52,000 on October 25th and you know there are peaks and valleys so maybe they're reported uh, every few days so it c- accumulates but We're at 50,000 on the peak day, which is obviously insane. There was a day at 40,000, one at 42,000. Now it went back down um, to 26,000. But um, the number of deaths have spiked today to 500. It was fairly low before. Um, It got up to a a couple of hundred and now 500 uh, yesterday. In Japan, uh, Finland, we have almost nothing. People are worried because there are a few dozen cases here and there. Um... And when you count deaths, there's like one zero four zero 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 one stuff like that. Cases are, you know, it's they spike at a few hundred, um, maybe one two three hundred on average. Um, But in Japan, which was what I was getting at, um, the Mm. cases are very low indeed. You have a few hundred cases every day, but the deaths Mm. are almost nothing. No deaths are like. 10, uh, 5, 7, 10. So I don't know if they're counted differently, but even if you count differently, it means there are very few deaths, I'm guessing.
2: But I heard a few rumors, but they are only rumors that they are actively hiding, uh, (laughs) especially the the death uh, count. Mm. You don't even have to hide it. You just have to not test them.
0: Well, (laughs) I guess uh, for the deaths.
1: Yes and breathe. no. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> a
0: doctor, a doctor, has to determine cause of death when the person dies. Of you know, no matter what happens. So I'm sure mm-hmm. they could hide some of them. But let's say they manage to hide half of them, uh, and the other half is counted. Let's say there's double the number that's reported. That's still very few number of deaths. Um, yeah,
2: still, it's quite low. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even All if they, even it's, parts, if it's yeah. ten times more. Even if it's ten times more, it's still way under a hundred most days. So I'm feeling like yes, and, Japan, and given
2: given the Japanese population, yeah you, yeah, you can say it's it's quite low.
0: Mm, that's how it feels like, at least. Mm. Um, so and and you know. Japanese people, are they uh, staying home? or Because homes in Japan are very small. I imagine it's, it's much more difficult to stay home in Japan, uh, especially if you live in one of the big cities, than it would be in many other countries. Are people yeah, staying home? Right, or?
2: Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm, most of people, but as I said, it was just a soft uh, lockdown. So people... Mm. Tried to, 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 to do uh, some teleworking, and uh, uh, at the beginning, the, the companies were pretty uh, not okay to say, okay, uh, go back home and, uh, mm. and uh, do some teleworking. And work teleworking. from home, yeah. But yeah, work from home. so, um, but, uh, uh, so I, I even saw a commercial on television, uh, about a software to spy on employees. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> to 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 check the, the their computers, but yes, uh people tend to 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 stay home. Mm. Yes, except, you know, very traditional uh Japanese companies because uh, as we said in a, in a previous episode about Japan, uh Japan seems pretty modern in a technologic point of view, but it's Quiet old in mm. the way uh, things change. <laughs> and, I mean, and the, the administration changed.
0: It's it's gigantic company. It's essentially IBM from the sixties everywhere in Japan. That's how it feels yeah, yes, like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see I how totally they would have agree. a problem um, remote working. But um, okay, so people don't care about politics. Uh, Covid isn't too bad. Maybe the bright future mm. of tomorrow I was talking about for 2021 is Japan. That's it's just that that we will all be like Japan, although politics can be complicated, actually, even if Let's people just, don't care. I
1: think all of us should just stop testing and then everything goes back to normal. <laughs> that sounds great.
0: No, again, the deaths still happen and you count those Ready? deaths. But Alex, the solution <laughs> you're looking for, the solution you're looking for is stop testing and stop counting deaths. Then everything's there back to normal. You go. It's that simple. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, guys. I mean,
2: <laughs> we, really we, we, I mean, we will die anyway one day. So. Exactly.
0: What's yes. a few years' difference? A
2: couple hundred thousand <laughs> people die. Who cares?
0: <laughs> we. I feel like in the US, um, we've discussed it a, a few times, and it feels like the situation is still basically the same. Um, Last time we talked to uh, Tony, our uh, good conservative friend, he was saying the important thing is to know what you're looking for. Are you looking to reduce the number of cases? Are you looking to reduce the uh, load on the healthcare system? What are you looking for? So he was, uh, yeah. And it feels like in my book, um, the Trump administration is not succeeding in any of those metrics so it doesn't matter which one you're looking for it seems like things are not being done i don't think they're being done as poorly as some people are reporting but i think they're not being done well because of that lack of coordination and leadership and to be fair every single country feels like the their government is bungling it completely exactly yeah but i do want i do want to
1: well, how? What's the population of Finland?
0: No, well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's Finland, like
1: eight, eight people and a goat, right?
0: It's 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 not the <laughs> the population. It's the density, right? And uh, and also, um, we have a fantastic prime minister um, who is doing a really good job at all of this. And oh, uh, how lucky! Yeah, I I'm know. very jealous. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> but, jealous. But
2: you are. But to be fair,
0: I remember
1: when we used to call our politicians fantastic.
0: <laughs> to be fair, um, the the situation. I I wonder it's going to be really interesting in a few years when we have actual scientific analysis of all of this that will tell us what the deciding factors were. And I'm sure that things like remote working and wearing masks and all of that plays a role. But I'm wondering how much the um, configuration of the country. Is a factor in that and and how much governments can actually do to mitigate the whole thing, you know, without completely shutting everything down to a point that is impossible. Because even countries like Germany currently, which was did really well over the spring, is now seeing an increase in number of cases and everything that is uh, leading people to say, hey, government is not doing what it should and things like that. But uh,
1: sorry, which which is. I think that's re- that's a really good point of like what brings it back to what you said that Tony said which is that it's not about just stopping the virus forever it's about knowing what your goal is because you can't stop the virus it's going to be there.
0: I mean I I really feel it's important when we say this which is true I really feel it's important to also say but then it's possible to do it well or not well. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And um hmm. So so what's the the feeling currently? uh in at least your corner of the US
1: uh for how the virus is being dealt with
0: yeah this the covid situation in general
1: i think everyone's just done with it to be completely honest um it's it, it i don't think no i don't think anyone well okay there are MAGA people, like hardcore MAGA people, who do believe that the virus has been handled just as well as it could be. The current tagline is that it's a China virus. We should blame China for it. We should give China a $12 trillion bill, um, that kind of thing. Uh, I I don't know that the president is actually to blame for the the death toll or the confirmed cases or anything like that as much as... He's to blame for not setting a standard like the the president really has such a lot less to do with that stuff than than I think we give him credit for. It's more on state and local governments it's at some point, especially because every state has to lock down or not as they see fit. So he his fault was not setting a standard, not being a leader, not standing up and saying this is the goal. These are the things we should focus on. The CDC says this, but we need to do more research on that, etc.
0: Which is important. And also wearing a mask yeah. and all of that crap, you know, it's, it's sure. not.
1: Yeah. And his fighting against cl- things that clearly were important was not mm. a great play. Either. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, it just. To, to finish up on this I guess um, in France we got we're getting confirmation like in the next couple of hours but it's not leaked but it's been made public that uh, we're getting back into lockdown uh, I say we, I live in Finland where things are pretty okay but in France um, we're getting back into lockdown starting tomorrow I believe, like full well, lockdown well. Um, not not full lockdown as strongly as it was in, in the spring, the details will be uh, explained very very soon but schools are still open uh, in a managed way um, businesses are still open but people are supposed to stay the F home um, and mm-hmm. and so this is something that could have been done before but it was just I think it was a couple of weeks ago that new measures were announced like uh, encouraging re- remote working and uh, doing a number of different things and the, the, the situation is bad enough. It's funny you know So many people, including my mom, they were, until a month ago, they were saying, oh, the government doesn't want to do a lockdown. They won't do it. We'll be fine. It will be okay. And you look at the (laughs) state of things and you're like, and you're, how do you, like, that does not compute. How do you think things can keep going that way and the lockdown not come back? It's not. And they were like, no, no, no. They don't want to lock it back down. It will be fine. And you're like, okay, okay. I get uh, all right. I guess fine. And obviously, the lockdown was always going to happen. Um, but it's funny. I'm I'm I was asking people on Twitter a few days ago. Do you think the um, increase of the like the return of the virus, the second wave, is due to the government's inability to handle it, or the French people's um, lack of discipline? And a lot of people. Badly. <laughs> Yeah, because certainly there's some of that, and maybe there's some of the government having done too little. Um, but uh, I, it's interesting, a few people responded, you know, maybe it's neither of those things. And maybe it's just that the virus is is back uh, because it's coming back everywhere. And that's uh, the only thing that can stop it is an actual lockdown to limit social interaction like we did in the spring. And uh, yeah, but guess then. what? It's not going to get eradicated. So the of minute course. you open up again, it'll be back. It's uh, still no, there. The, the game, as I was saying in my hopeful 2021 uh, section of the episode, is. It's the lockdown until a vaccine. Exactly. Which is until, hopefully. But
1: think about how many doses they have to produce. That's, that's a wild number. That's of a course, wild amount of manufacturing.
0: Which is why um, I was saying things are going to get better around next summer. Um, it is obviously it's not like, you know, January 17th, we have the vaccine approved and ready and everyone's vaccinated. I'm setting aside uh, the issue of the anti-vax. Yeah, that's idiots, that's
2: quite optimistic. <laughs> I, I right. think so, too. I really think
1: like you uh, it, it and there seems to be a growing um, consensus among public health workers that the goal would be to lock down vulnerable populations and just let the rest of the people go. You well, know, open up schools, I mean, <laughs> let children go unless they have parents who are in vulnerable populations, that kind of
0: thing. Yeah, that that would be. I don't know, but I mean, uh, the way I see things going now is lockdown uh, for the winter. That, like, that's it. We're going to have to do that, and um, and keep the schools anyway, open because it's
2: cold outside.
0: So, <laughs> so who wants to go out, right? And and keep yeah, schools yeah. open as much as possible in some managed way because I guarantee you. Parents are going to go insane if they have to go through the whole summer with, a, with their kids at home. It's just like mitigate as much as you can and wait for vaccines. Hopefully early 2021, we get some approved and you start by vaccinate, vaccinating as many vulnerable people as you can and healthcare workers as you can. Over a few months, uh, you have enough of those that are vaccinated that you can start uh, getting things back to normal a little bit. I don't. I, that seems to me like the more plausible scenario, and we're going to go towards the end of the episode. But I do want to ask both of you: Do you think that scenario is plausible, or is it? Am I like smoking something?
2: It's a bit optimistic. Really? <laughs> Why?
0: What? <laughs> I, what do you I think, a think bit, is going to happen?
2: A bit. Usually, yeah. I'm 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 the optimist, but. Mm. <laughs>
1: What sheer amount of manufacturing that has to happen in order to produce these vaccines for, because it's not just France, right? Unless France has everything that they need to produce the vaccine, which they don't, it's got to be produced for the whole world with yeah, whatever country it develops it. No, to, but everyone's going to gonna, for share. Or no, but guys, it may be.
0: once we have it, once the vaccine is is approved, everyone's going to be producing it. Like you, you, well,
1: you right? Do. But what, There's limiting factors like there's 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 certain pieces that can only come from some mine in Argentina or a lab (laughs) in France or something like that. There will be certain pieces that are this rail, this railway blockage that means that you can only produce the vaccine so fast.
0: I don't think that's how it works, but uh, maybe we will have to get someone who actually knows who's uh, what they're talking about instead of me to discuss that topic. (laughs) <laughs> but, and and uh,
2: do you think do you think they will be uh, greedy enough to to keep uh, to keep the the recipe? <laughs> no, they'll share, they'll sell it. it. They'll
0: sell it. I'm not again. Mm. I'm not saying we're going to get you know 500 yeah. million doses in two days. It's but it's going to be mm. you know I don't know a few million a week, um, and it's going to take time. It's going to take months. Mm. Uh, when I'm saying towards the the summer, I'm not saying everyone's going to be ma- vaccinated in summer. Uh, You know, I'm going to I'm saying enough people are going to be vaccinated that you you can start relaxing stuff because the people who are the most at risk and the people who are in the healthcare community Mm -hmm. are vaccinated. Those are you know, you're not going to vaccinate 59 million people or how many French people are 70 million people um, at the same time. You're going to vaccinate maybe 5 million, you know, in in the first few months on a global scale. No, but of course, but it's not but Alex, Alex, it's not going to be one lab in Wisconsin that's going to be manufacturing things for the whole world. All of the labs are but going it, to be equipped.
1: There will be certain small labs that are manufacturing certain pieces is what I'm saying. Like the, the, the indicator actually did a really, it's not a car podcast. though. Yeah. It, it, but it's similar. It mm. is very similar in that there are certain compounds that are not made anywhere else. That's like, This specific company has this specific recipe or whatever. I'm not an expert on it. But from what I have heard from people who are experts on it, it it is like a car in certain ways.
0: Okay. I guess we will have to wait and see um, what the production rate can be. But um, yeah. I don't know. You know, we produce uh, seasonal flu vaccines for the whole world in a few months um, every year. we're set up
1: for that, and we have yeah, of course. For, for decades, Of right? course, of course. And that's, but... a, that, that's a different, that's a totally different recipe. All right. That's a totally then different...
0: I, I will call it. Uh, by the f- uh, middle of summer, next year, 2021, uh, the... Elderly and healthcare workers will all be vaccinated in the Western world. Amen. All right. Let's I'm go. In. I'll take
1: I'll, that I'll bet. <laughs> deal. I'll deal. Deal. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do think it will all be opened up, but I don't know that it'll be because the vaccines proliferated.
0: All right. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, thank Patriot you,
2: both. For President. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, please, please, uh, yeah. we have we have a wonderful saying uh, in France, which was coined by uh, a president. I think it was uh, Jacques Chirac. Let me. Um, no, let me just check who it is. Very quickly. Uh, I'm checking. I'm Googling like a mad person. Um uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't that's have the, the source. Google. Damn it! Um, Do the, you remember? The, the, yeah, the no, quote? I, I can't. I remember the quote. I just, I want to say uh, the but, right. But who, who, who said it? So that's the problem. It's, it's, I don't remember who it was. To, to,
2: to, to, I think it's it's always difficult to to track the the, the real origin of of
0: quotes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they, this one. So anyway, the quote is uh, promises yeah. only, uh, only like, it, involve those who believe them. And I I think that, like, only ah. commit those who believe them. The only people committed to promises are those who believe them. And I think it's Jacques Chirac. It's either him or, That's a or nice one. Uh, François Mitterrand, who had the amazing quotes. But mm. anyway, okay, we really need to go. Uh, thank you both <laughs> for being here and dealing with me. Alex, uh, if people want to uh, get more from you, where can they go?
1: Yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Instagram at A. Mitchell Coach. You can also follow my gym, Stronger Now, at Stronger Now Gym. You can go visit my website at www.strongernowgym.com. And uh, other than that, I'm on Facebook, I guess.
0: Excellent. I'll link to your uh, Instagram account in the show notes. Uh, awesome. Martin, what about you?
2: Yes. Yes, I, as you might note, know, I am an illustrator, so I am... Drawing uh, uh, mostly every day, so i'm posting I'm going to, to post more. I was a bit uh, away from the social networks, but I am going to post uh, more drawings on my Twitter and Instagram, so which is Baron Marutin. so I will let Patrick uh, spell it in the <laughs> uh, episode episode notes, and I, also, sure. I have also a dusty website that I'm going to update soon again, so please check my drawings
0: Baron Marutan in on yes. uh, Twitter and Instagram, the link to Twitter will yep. be in the show notes. For me, it's not Patrick. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. If you are interested, you can follow me there. And uh, most importantly, Patreon at patreoncom slash Club. The link is also in the show notes. And uh, if you want to support what we do, please go ahead and visit that uh, website. I think you might enjoy becoming a patron because it means you are awesome, and who doesn't want to be awesome? Honestly. All right. Thank you very much uh, to all of you for listening. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Martin. And we'll talk to you you. once we're out of all of this. Um, I mean, part of it. All right. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye.